for bourbon. Oh, yeah. Let me go get the bottle. Yeah, Mr. Producer was uh, making a motion over there saying, where's yes. the bottle? Yeah, where's the bottle? Where's the bottle? Memorial weekend just passed. It has. Yeah. Now, is uh, that the official start of summer? I don't know. What oh. marks the official day of summer, Mr. Producer? Do you know? You don't know. Uh, maybe the... Uh, where's that MG or the... the GPT, whatever. Chat GPT. Where's yeah. Chat GPT yeah, when you need him? Just ask Siri. Hey Siri. I thought it was Memorial Day. What is like, the first day of summer? There we go. Monday, I don't believe that's what I asked. What was it? It said Memorial Day. Hey uh, Siri. I was thinking that. Summer solstice. I don't know. When is it? That's what I said. June 21st. Oh, it's geez. Just... So we have like almost a whole month before yeah. summer starts? It's still springtime. No, that can't be right. That yes, can't that be is right. No, I don't think When did they change that? It was last week. <laughs> <laughs> we Con- changed it. C- Congress voted on it? First day of summer. First day of summer is June 21st? Yes. I well, feel so dumb. Hope you got your pencils ready and your calendars out. The first day of summer in North America is Wednesday, June twenty first. First wow. day, the first day of spring is March twentieth. It also happens. So we to are be, still in spring. It Correct. Also happens to be the longest day of the year. So, so I was gonna like do grass seed, and it said it said uh, early spring. You know, do it at early spring or yeah. late spring. Though. Okay, I was I was gonna say that still qualifies. Are we middle spring? How many months? Well, of we have spring? a month. We have three weeks left of, of spring. So it's late, late spring. Huh? Yeah. You, what was the March, first day March, of March 20th is the first day. So March to April to May to June. So three months. Well, it's exactly three it. months. We're two thirds into it. You could do it the very last day before it. I mean, that's late, late spring. Well, well it's that it early says spring. Early spring for putting down grass seed. Oh. I need some grass seed. I need some. Hey, you know what? Sod. I, we uh, we put down grass seed, and it was in the middle of summer, and it worked great. Really? Yeah, there's nothing So wrong. I, my front yard is an absolute disaster. Well, I have the St. Augustine, and yeah. I think I have two gigantic Chinese pistachios. And A, it's not getting enough sun. Is that what you're calling your balls? No. Chinese pistachios? I got these two large Chinese pistachios between my there legs. There are two other giant things that I don't, I'm not going to tell you the name. because they're. Are dumb. they green? No. Isn't pistachio green? Uh, oh, you're, you're talking about my trees. <laughs> um, <laughs> is that your nickname? I was like, "Wow, you get very personal." Wow. Very, well, very. You know personal. Uh, what is the grass that grows in the uh, the in the shade? Is that Bermuda? Zoysia. That's a fescue, right? Yeah, zoysia is well, one of Saint them. Saint Augustine, or uh, and yes, there's, fescue. Bur- there's Bermuda. <laughs> I don't know. Saint Augustine does well down here, but Saint Augustine is more shade tolerant than Bermuda is, right. but not enough. It, and my front yard looks like ass. I need I need a bunch up front. I need some along my side because I don't get a lot of sun on my side yard. So the Pennington dense shade grass seed is a fescue uh, blend, a fescue blend. So that's what I was going to try, but I thought I already missed my window. No, no. Where are you going to buy it from? Uh, just Home Depot. Do they have that? They do. Oh, or Lowe's, or Lowe's, either one. Okay, take your cup. So I, I'm just, I'm very disheartened by Gave my front yard. We, we used to have Bermuda. We tried St. Augustine. It looks like ass. I think, yeah, I think I'm gonna 
I don't have to do something up front. Because ever since I had my foundation made, or uh, fixed. made, fixed, yeah, uh, they had the extra dirt. And in my front yard, I had a div, not a divot, but a dent. Oh, and you of, had them filling it. And they're like, hey, can you want, me, want us to fill it? We're like, yeah, sure. And, and it's, been, it's been dirt ever since. And that was five years ago. Uh, you know, it's slowly starting, but you're, it's... You're, su- you're supposed to slowly add it. No, it was a lot. It was. I know, but you're supposed to slowly add it. In fact, you know, just like in your front, I believe, uh, you probably just dump like a sprinkle, a bag every month or something, every couple weeks. Well, those are at Sandworks. Yeah, yeah. that's Sand what I meant. And, Well, this is dirt. Shit they dug up. Yeah, from the, under your foundation. From under the foundation. So All right, well, before dense. we get too far. Uh, Clay. It is. It is. Uh, it's It's close. It's, uh, what is today? Today is May 30th. May 30th. And it we is. haven't had a podcast in three weeks. Uh, it's ridiculous. Yeah, we've been For, busy. I know it was my fault last week, but uh, what were the other two? You were busy. Were you traveling? I don't know. Well, dudes, I got some, Sean. I'm Paul. And I'm Jeff. And we got lots to talk about. We've got uh, we got deaths. We've got the debt ceiling. We've got the Memorial Weekend uh, uh, events that occurred. We've, we've got, got shootings. Pa- Paul's first brisket. Yeah, uh, Paul's we first brisket. We're bursting with information. Yes, yeah. aren't we? <laughs> bursting with information. Oh yeah. Yes. Well, let's get to it. Oh, what do you want to start with? Oh, I was, let's start with the comeback of Paul's anti sobriety. Anti sobriety. <laughs> No, let's not. All right, let's just pass that. That's up. probably not a. That's not a very nice. Uh, no, it's not not a very nice opening. Let's yeah. open. Um, you know, though we had fun. It was and, a fun party. And uh, you know, and you know what? The the food, what the the brisket was a little dry, but it tasted fantastic. And you know, all of it was dry. Just uh, just the what is it called? Just the two, flat. Two thirds of it. The flat. Yeah. Not two thirds of it. <laughs> I think you need to work on your rub as well. I think you needed more of it. More rub? I don't. It takes a shit ton. That's a huge piece. God, That's fifteen put, pounds of meat. I put, I put a ton on, and I thought it's going to be so nasty, salty that yeah. I. But it needed more. Okay. Yeah, right, I think. I think it needed more. Okay, and I just needed to pull it off earlier, and and we and we went through that. It was like I had three I, different thermometers. I couldn't really trust any of them because I right. they were all so all over the place. So does the rub actually like a lot of times when you have salt in your in your meat and you and you cook it if there is a lot of salt in it it depletes the water. But then during the when you take it out what is that called the resting period the salt actually kind of brings it back in. Your water is fat. The crutch is the fat that you render. That's why you take it up to 203ish. <laughs> Because you need that fat to render into juice. Well, we're trying to figure out while it was resting if the um, if the towels that wrapped the meat that were wet from the juices yes um, was the also reason. from the uh, it wasn't juices it was just moisture from the that was pretty wet from though. the wrap it may not have been but your, it was a, but your, it wasn't juice your dog, like, it wasn't discolored your dog was like rubbing itself all over the yeah. just eating the towel <laughs> yeah. there was so much juice hmm. So anyway, and I don't use the butcher paper. Yeah, that, I I I, I, I have. Game, I made a game time decision on that one. I think I won't do that again. So I when have, do you use butcher paper? Because I suggest using it. it oh, you, could, you could do it both ways. Because there there's two things at least that I've found. Maybe I haven't used butcher paper correctly. That because the butcher paper helps save your bark, right? Yes. Um, but in my experience, it produces a slightly drier brisket. Interesting. It, so it must be letting out more moisture than tinfoil would be. Correct. Right. Where if you tinfoil it. Unless you you wrap it correctly, maybe. 
Correct. Correct. It's got to be a tight wrap. I've only done it a couple times. I need to. I need to try it again because a lot of people swear by it. I just. Yeah. I just no. Had I, I, in the it. brief research I did, I mean, the elites, you know, like the competition guys. Well, they want that nice uh, bark, bark, right? And yeah. I, I, I do the foil, and uh, it traps all that. It almost all that juice gets stuck in there, and it steams it, and it don't oh, and it on. works back into it. Yeah. Yeah. So all that yeah, juice I is think there. It, I, and I will tell you this: it's way easier to wrap with tin foil. Like when it's hot and you're trying to work quickly because you want to get it back on the grill and you don't want the grill to lose too much heat. I mean, granted, you're opening the lid, taking it out, shutting the lid really quick, right? Right. And then you're wrapping it as quick as possible and getting it back on there. But yeah, tin foils. Did way you easier. lay two strips out? Right. Well, how you put how much fat did you, you fold it? Yep. Yep. And then like make a cross. Right. Right. Did you take off a lot of fat? Did I? Yeah, how much fat did you leave on there? Um, quite a bit. I mean, you know, I mean, it's all. Well, you, he called me, FaceTimed me. Yeah. And uh, you didn't take, I mean, there was one spot where you bottomed out. Yeah, it said, don't create that crater. Yeah. And I, I had already done that. <laughs> right. So, but, you know, but that was not the Did dry part. Did you glue part. it back? But that was not the dry part. Yeah. No, yeah. no. It's. So, uh, and I left all the fat on the dry part, on the flat, almost. Yeah, because about a quarter inch. And if it, yep. If, I left it exactly really, the way you, it was. You, you could feel it because it would be really hard. Yeah. I was like, if you feel the hard fat, you can usually cut some of that off. Um, but I don't know. You know, try next. You got to learn your grill. There's going to be hot spots. Yep. You need to find out where my hot spots are. Um, I think I just needed to pull it off earlier. That's did all. you have your? And there's two schools of thought. I don't know which one's right because everyone says something different. Fat down or fat up? How'd you do it? I did fat down. Yeah, I typically do fat down. Yeah. But I, I did need you could do it either way. Yeah, because I've seen videos where they do that and they're like, it's the same. Yeah. So yeah. there's no benefit to the other. So Yeah. I would think that the fat up would benefit it just because of gravity. And it kind of melts down into the meat. Just my just thinking about it. Yeah. No. Yeah, I don't know. I don't, I don't know. know. I always do fat down. But I thought it was tasty. Um yeah, it was good. It was a and success. And I would t- I would tell you every single time that I like do my my leftover food, I always steam it. And I steam the next day I steamed the brisket uh, and it was the flat part. And was it, it, was, was it, it was not dry. Was it at moister? All. It was definitely moist. More moist when I steamed it. More right. moist. Moist. More moist. We had a good showing. Uh, we had Scott. We had uh, we had the Jeffs. Yeah, we, we had a lot Jeffs of people there. I haven't seen yeah. in a while. It was fun. It was good <clears> to see everybody. I thought the women had a great time. There was a good group of women outside all doing their thing, and the guys <laughs> were inside. I thought it was funny that we all we were out of there by before ten. Everybody was. I mean, yeah, we're all like old. Yeah, that was that was something different because uh, it's usually uh, past midnight. Oh yeah, well, we're the out is, there is, singing. Uh, well, I mean, look, Paul was ahead of us in the yeah, in the was. drinking part, but not really. I think I think I just I started at the same time you did. You turned that corner well, pretty quick. I know I did. No, but what I mean is, I'm, I think my liver wasn't used to it because I took that thirty day break. No, I didn't drink. I drank very little. Yeah, you said your stomach was hurt. I just yeah. had beer, and I had that one shot. That's what I meant by it. I had one shot that uh, that bourbon you brought over. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which I was not a fan Cooperstown. of, Cooperstown. Yeah. Cooperstown. I, I don't think it was a fair assessment. I mean, I agree with you. I didn't like it either, right. but I still don't think uh, it, it wasn't a fair assessment. I don't like drinking. I don't like sampling the bourbons in uh, metal cups. I think uh, it had to pla- It was a plastic cup, I think. <laughs> well, it? it. yeah, that's true, too, but... I didn't. Uh, I didn't like. No, I drank mine out of the metal cup oh. uh, because I had my. I had my cup. You had your tumbler. Yeah. Oh, be nice if we had a tumbler, wouldn't it? Oh, yeah. Well, yeah. Oh. 
Yeah, he's got his elite drinking. I guess I could have brought my style. Did you lose Water your with, Did you, you lose your tr- rainbow tumbler as well? No, it it uh, the seal oh. broke and it leaked, and mm. I had to toss it. Oh, well. yeah. So, what's the bourbon we're drinking tonight, gentlemen? I think this is a remake. It is. It, this uh, is one of the first ones a rerun. that we got. A rerun. I think uh, this is but one. If you remember, let's I, back up and tell them. For let, you know, so for those that don't know, the Dudes on Us podcast, we, we sample bourbons uh, the first half and the second half, and we have a collection of bourbons uh, over 150, 60, 70, 80. We were up about at, right. Yeah, somewhere around there. We have a lot of bourbon. Yeah. And we go through it, and we're just buying a bourbon every single week. Each of us would buy a bourbon, or we'd put our money together, and we buy a bourbon. And so we started building up the collection and sampling it. And the bourbon that sits out there just sits. We're like, eh, well, we got to go down. So now we do a new bourbon and an old bourbon uh, for the podcast. And for the, the podcast, the first half, we're, we're going back, and we're resampling these because our palates have evolved. But they've matured. Yeah. Yeah. So there yeah. we go, and then whatever is left in the bottle after we hit it a second or third time, we contribute to the infinity bottle. That's yeah, right, which, which is, we did tonight. Which yeah. is, if we keep doing this, that's going to be done soon. That infinity bottle. Yeah, yeah. we're about two thirds. Yeah, uh, maybe even three fifths. Yeah. So infinity bottle is just a, a big jug. It's a big gallon. It's a big gallon. Yeah, glass a big gallon jug. Glass, glass jug, and it looks amazing because it's got oh. a whole bunch of different bourbons it's, mixed it's in there. It's a dark color too. I know. It's got a nice, it's got a wonderful hue. Man, hue. there. I think I'm, I'm up to um, bottle number twenty-seven in that in that bottle. Wow. Twenty-seven bottles have been dumped into that infinity bottle. That's Twenty, good. and we've been writing down exactly what yep. they are and how many yeah. ounces well. and. Because if we ever want to recreate the same thing again, oh, it's impossible! It's impossible. What? No, we have it written all down. Yeah, well, you know, some of it was kind of guessed, but you know, we actually sampled a a small microcosm of the the infinity bottle halfway through. Maybe we Ish. do that. Uh, we sample right at halftime before our, our next tour. Hey, whoa! Is it a just a very small, not a? But big is it pour. a special event? I thought those are special events. Well, it is a special event. It's always we're a special happy event. you're back. Hey, it's yes. always a special event. Oh, and I like the shirt, Paul. That's the first time I've seen you wear it. Hey, you're wearing a Foxtrot Julia Bravo. I am. I thought it was appropriate. You wear it to Costco. Foxtrot I get Juliet lots of smiles Bravo. and thumbs up when I wear it to Costco. Yeah? yeah? That's funny. I do get people glaring at me, though. Yeah, yeah they're going to glare at you for anything. How many? Yeah. Is that like one-third, 25%? Most of people 5%? have a positive uh, response to it, the ones who understand it. Right. And then every now and then I'll get people glaring at me. It's like when I wear my T-shirt that says "Make uh, Texas a Country Again." Oh yeah, oh, uh, you get a, you get a bad response from that. No, 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 no. I get a lot of I got a lot of looks, oh. a lot of looks and a lot of uh, like smiles and thumbs ups and stuff like that. Right. I don't think I've ever gotten somebody being pissy unless they thought it was like "Make America Great Again." You know oh, what I mean? Oh, so I've got I've got a couple relatives. Uh, of my, my my dad's side is from the East Coast, and there's there are a lot of Democrats. Um, so of his siblings, he's got four. And of the four, one is Republican, three are Democrat. And they are so hardcore Democrat, they they deleted me from Facebook because <laughs> because I you know, they first of all they post just stupid shit. And I so just they like your family and yeah. they and they Oh, they just you. they beat up Trump and stuff and, and no he- I I, I kind of. And you going to spend time with him on an island here soon? Uh, well, in July I am, and that's what I was driving at. Cause you're talking remote. about the T-shirt. I was like, you know what? I'm going to buy. You need oh, to no. wear your a bunch of T-shirts. 
And you know, just every to, day, I'll, just to screw with them. Oh, uh, well, the, one of the things I'm not going to do is I'm not going to talk about politics. Good. While I'm there, because what's it, the point? I mean, it, why? They're, they're what stuck. if they're talking amongst themselves? I'll still avoid it. No, you it won't. Does, There's no way you no, would be able to. I, my dad and I had a conversation. I will not talk about it. Oh, and they're, they're going to because so they know you. you specifically. Please, no, no. Please I talked to my dad about it. No, I'm the one that brought it up. I didn't want any part of it because it would totally be a deal breaker because they are so headstrong Democrats. And what's the point? Yeah. yeah. It, what's it, the point of making everybody upset, older, ruin the weekend, and getting in their, into fights? They're in their mid-70s. Uh, they're in their mid-70s and early 80s. They don't, they're they're never drink, changing. They've been drinking the Kool-Aid for so long. Yeah. They they yes. just they believe it. It's kind of like, this is yellow, and you're clearly looking at a red rose. You know? Right. Like, it's not a yellow rose. It's red. Yeah, I don't stand it. You're racist. You are. Uh, yeah, it's a beatdown. Yeah, man. so I, T-shirts do it. Do it uh, passive aggressively. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking. Yes, like Democrats like it in the wait in oh. the. Go on. Finish oh. that thought. What? what? What would the shirt say? Oh, hmm. well, that's a good one. The fuck real Democrats like it. Yeah. No, I like that one. Too bad mine doesn't fit anymore. I'm too sausagey. <laughs> <laughs> so all right. So the, all right. The, back bullet, to the bourbon. The bullet the bourbon. bourbon. Ten year. Yes. Go ahead, Paul. Very respectable straight bourbon. Uh, undisclosed source. Interesting. What, what the hell? What's Bullet up with that? is um, distillery. Undisclosed source. Yeah, so probably because it's an MGP. Bullet is MGP. Ah. Um, All right. They have multi-grain products. I have heard that they're starting to distill their stuff, but uh, Bullet, for the most, is as far as I know, still MGP. So it tastes pretty good. It's good, yeah. And I mean, it's, uh, what ninety-one proof? Yeah, it's it's got some spice on it. It does. Yeah, it does. It's got it's a, a harsh finish. A little peppery. I mean, right at the at the front, as uh, Paul had mentioned, uh, the smell was a little uh, ethanol-y. But after it, it goes away a little bit, yeah. it's got a sweet uh, caramel, vanilla notes are beautifully offset by toasted oak and spice. Oh boy, <laughs> a noticeable deeper layer of citrus, cherry, butterscotch, and pepper. Adds a small but beneficial layer of depth. A healthy inhale of the aromas is even more satisfying as it brings out an extra layer of intensity. While it will be going too far to call the sense amazing, they definitely leave a positive impression and better than some of the bourbons twice its price. I kind of pick up a urine smell. Oh. Oh, like urine what? Oh. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> You know, that reminds me. My dad sent me an email. Uh, so It's like a dad joke. I've been on that 23, totally is. Uh, 23 and me. Uh, I've been on it for a while. My mom was on there. And I, my dad, I was like, Dad, you got to get in. You got to get in. Get your test done. So I want to see some of your other family members that pop, that show up on the thing. And um, so I, emailed, I I sent him one. I bought it on Amazon Mill. He received it today. And he, he sends me an email. He says, hey, I got my my, my uh, DNA test. I was like, oh, cool. Well, spit in it in, uh, and send it back. He was like, spit in it? I peed in it. What the hell? <laughs> <laughs> of course, you guys hope he's joking, but... I'm a, he was. I just thought it was funny. Now the FBI is going to show up at his door in about a week. Yes, <laughs> yeah, yes. we found you and your 15 illegitimate kids. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know how I feel about that. The whole 23 and Me thing. I yeah, guess I'm not doing it. I don't. I don't want to be on the radar like that. But I mean, I have nothing to hide from. Well, 23 and Me, I think, shares their information. There are certain ones that share information with the government. 23 and Me is one of them, I believe. Right. I mean, I do like how it's you know breaking cold cases. Right. Yeah, Sean, mm-hmm. you gotta be careful. Yeah, I, I don't. And it's some obscure uncle. All matters. that time in El Paso. Yeah, I don't think it matters. I, I know that they say it's confidential when you send in your blood to regular labs and stuff like that. But if they can pull your DNA out of your saliva, 
listen, I have, I, I mentioned that my dad has, or maybe I did. My dad has, uh, he, he's one of five siblings. So his parents were married. He was born. His parents got a divorce, and his mom married somebody else, and they had, she had four additional kids. Well, when I took the 23 of me, I mean, bam, instantly. Uh, of course, that's DNA. I, it's just amazing. Ama- that, it is amazing. That, you know, my dad's half-sister just populated on the test. Boom, just like that. I was like, this is some real shit. All your cousins should be on there as well. Um, th- well, I mean, if they've people done that it. participated. Yeah, right. for sure. But now, I mean, uh, now I've got, I've got cousins everywhere that I'm seeing. In fact, I mean, it's that's it's kind of crazy. That's creepy. Not, All I don't, over know, the I don't know if creepy is the right word, but... And I got people reaching out to me. Hey, who was your grandmother on your mom's side? Oh, and God. I, I, I would have no idea. Oh, well... well grandmother? Yeah. Your mother's grandmother? Your... My grandmother. Oh. On my mom's side. Oh, okay. Yeah. Just stuff like that. And even, even my great-grandmother. You know, I mean, they're, they're back... Back there, she, there, there's some indigenous blood up there. I mean, I don't have any of it. I don't need to know any of that. I think the ancient stuff would be interesting, but the current stuff, I I know my cousins and stuff like that. I don't need to know but some how accurate obtuse. is the ancient DNA? Like for them to say, you're related to Christopher Columbus. I, I, don't, I don't know. How, how accurate is that? Do they, they have Christopher Columbus's DNA? Right. Well, he was not part of the 23andMe program, wasn't he? <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah, that, that, that's exactly right. I mean, how do they, they, well, they it's just do like, that stuff? Well, it's just like I saw, you know, how the PBS has the You're Related To show. Right. And the, the uh, black lady who's a big militant black yes. lady found out she was a descendant of the Pilgrims. Right. The original. No, somebody who came over on the Mayflower. Yeah, came over on the Mayflower. So Again, how... So, I mean, how do they have that DNA? They don't have that DNA. They died hundreds of years unless before... Unless they dug a bunch of bodies up and scraped... Well, Maybe. In, unless they have the... What is they called? The genealogy? In, unless they, they, they have that. And that you trace it back... Uh, well, it's by someone, DNA, though, right? Well, oh, I see up, to a, up to a certain yeah, point. Yeah, he's right. Yeah, it, they trace it back up to a certain point where your DNA can oh, factually check it, right. and then they just do database reverse uh, yeah, research to right. find out your then genealogy. They go back to the That's exactly how they do it. Okay, that no. makes sense. That's it. it. I thought it was interesting. How far does yours go back? What, uh, to my great great grandfather. To the eighteen hundreds. Great great grandfather. Yeah. Is that when they came over from? Chechnya? So that's why I want my dad to to do it because uh you know he's got his his real uh grandfather uh owned a um a uh god bless it a, a hardware store plantation what, they, what do they call that <laughs> what do they call the hardware store back there in uh, uh, bam um uh, there's a specific name that they call it it wasn't a hardware store they called it something else like a blacksmith no a hardware store like a home depot but they they called it something else and uh, it, so that was kind of interesting. So he he got off the boat and he opened up uh, a common uh, almost almost a per, Ace, a mercantile. Ace hardware mercantile. Is that like what it's called? General, oh, yeah, yeah. general yeah, yeah. store. Yeah, it's called a mercantile store. Yeah, Dollar General. And, um, and this was in Boston. So he opened up a mercantile store in Boston, and that's where it all started. And then my dad's uh, dad uh, became a plumber in uh, in, the, in the Hartford area of, of Connecticut, and then my dad came along. It's kind of interesting. It, it, huh? it is. It is fascinating. Is that is that mercantile still there? I don't know. I don't know. I kind of envision what it looked like. I don't know if that's just something I made up in my mind. It looks <laughs> like a Lowe's. Uh, I I don't know. I don't. So I guess <laughs> Big it was. Box. No, it's just a mercantile store. I that's what my dad. It told was me. probably this. back then. Dirt roads had oh, hitches yeah. for the horses. Yeah. Or wagons. And they had uh, you know, horseshoes and yeah. 
No I think one. it's cool, though. Yeah, oh, I, I think, think it's super cool. cool. Yeah. I mean, because yeah, go I'd, I'd like to know that stuff. Again, I don't care about people reaching out to me today. I don't need that. I don't need that mess. Well, maybe but, they uh, need to closure on something. Maybe they don't well, know who their them. mother or father is. They need is. to research more. Um, I mean, you're part of that, that, that cog, the missing information. Yep. Of course. They don't need my stuff. You're the blocker. No, no, I'm not saying you're the blocker from thousands of people getting closure. I am. Thousands, thousands. You have yeah, but thousands all, of cousins. All, uh, your son can do it, and then there's just an empty then little space. Yeah, there'll be just like a black thing, yeah, or whatever. And then he'll fill it in, Jeff. <laughs> It'll say top secret seal. Can you fill in names? Yep. Oh, all right. Oh, really? Yep. On uh, mine. Uh, so when I did mine, I went. Uh, you basically, I basically filled in my family tree, and okay. uh, of what I knew, and they kind of revamped it. And uh, and with the empty, with the spaces so, that were empty, they and so they didn't try to fill it in based on public records or anything like that. Um, because you, if your dad didn't do it and you did, they know who your dad is. That's pretty easy I, to figure out. I didn't do out. my dad's side. I did mostly my mom's side. Because uh, AI would be able to figure that out in a freaking yeah, hurry. Chat GPT. That's that's probably true. In fact, uh, I think that's I think I think that's huge. I I I don't know why they don't. Uh, I mean, that would be the perfect mechanism, or the just to use AI to determine genealogy. Oh yeah. I mean, it's Re- researching public records. Oh I mean, gosh. Bam. I mean, it would it would yeah you know, totally figure all that out. You know, you, could do you should do you should do it and see if you'd have to pay into reparations. Has my family ever owned <laughs> slaves? Well, we never did. Uh, I can I can say that for sure. Now, um, even on my mom's side, we didn't because they they lived in Germany. Very few people these days. Their families did. Yeah, so that yeah, I have, I that have seems no kind of shitty. So back to that reparations thing. I don't want to be strumming that guitar too hard, but you know that is kind of shitty. Well, I mean, why should I have to pay for people? Yeah, exactly. That, you know, I didn't do it, and they weren't affected. So why am I the person that didn't do it have to pay this? Because you're white. Well, I, am I though? I think it's absurd. Yes, I you're think as white it's, as I am. I think it's absurd, and oh. I think it's absurd that for us to be against it makes us targets. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's basically it. Totally right. I mean, I'm like, really? Because I don't support that, I apparently am automatically probably labeled a racist. And I'm like, that's. Well, that's I saw crap. one of the uh, one of the squad uh, just introduced. I think it was a 15 trillion dollar uh, bill See, to think, for reparations. They think it's not re- trillion I know. dollars. They think it's not real money. It is real money. Where's that coming from? They, they don't care because it's already thirty-one trillion. What's another fifteen? Well, that's half of our current. I know bet. that, but they don't think it's real money. Is it Corey Bush who did that? Probably. One of them did. Anyway, I'm I mean, just, think I'm about just it. Like, from their perspective, capitalism is that evil. That was uh, Talib, I believe, that did it. I don't. They're all idiots. I know, but they think capitalism is evil, right? Because capitalism right. rewards the you know the few or the or the hardworking well, yeah. and screws the, the, the other people. The hardworking. If you work, you get paid. Right. So they, in other words, if they hate capitalism, then they don't think that the debt is real. They don't think money is real. Well, AOC said, "Well, you just print more." That's right. They just they no. think it's they, she's not grounded on anything. Yeah, they just think it's, it's at some point we're going to do away with it, and everybody's going to make the same amount, and money will be an, an irrelevant thing. Did you see AOC in a in a town meeting oh, where yeah. they were just yelling were her down, throwing verbal. That was uh, about a year ago, wasn't it? No, this was recent. Well, well yes, it was one? a year ago, and then she had another one, oh, yeah. and it occurred again. And this time, she was the same thing, just snarky and just kind of like, "Hey, yeah, yeah, yeah." Well, I mean, I didn't watch it either, but they had the highlights of it. Yeah, she is 
totally disconnected mm. uh, from the base in her in her district. But she's is only she, been there. This is is she? She's still getting ninety plus percent. Well, I think that's ign- just sheer ignorance. But I, I think incredible. people that were there really called her out and they were just like hey look man this is what you voted on why are you voting on this because right. we don't want that explain yourself and she completely dismissed everything they said she couldn't explain herself that's why she oh, could not no big time i watched a video today of ted cruz and it was during was a, he naked it was, it was ted cruz naked <laughs> up there helicoptering on the only judicial fans? committee. Yeah. you were on his only fans it was under your account <laughs> oh my god yes <laughs> damn it um, I should not have given you the password. Yeah. Anyway, he was, uh, it was a couple of days ago, March, middle of May, I guess. Um, and he was, it was during a, they're trying to confirm, I think, three or four federal judges that Biden nominated. Right. And he basically said they are wholly unqualified, stupid people. He didn't use the word stupid, but. We've seen some of those the testimonies. And he's like, and I, I think they were all sitting there and he was. <laughs> He was relentless, and he had examples and all this stuff. He goes, you are terrible. Uh, and basically what I want to get to is he was calling out his Democrat counterparts going, I can't believe not one Democrat will tell Joe Biden, yeah, you need to try again. He goes, when Trump would notify, yeah, we we, we, we uh, passed a lot of really good judges, but if a bad one came around, we'd send them back. Not one time on one nomination has any Democrat ever nope, done that. Because they're just not rational. And that's basically what he was getting at. He was slamming the thing, but he was also slamming all the Democrats that's, on that poll. That's who's accountable. They're rubber stamping it. They're like he's like, they're not gonna take your Democrat button if you say, hey, not this one. Right. But not one of you is going to vote for this person. And he laid it out on why they were terrible. And, and you know what? That's what that's why I've lost all faith in all politicians because again, uh, and I'll I'll uh, the same the same vision is during that stupid State of the Union address. They keep right. saying these broad themes that are good for everybody or not good for anybody. Right. Half the room standing, half the room sitting. There isn't one person standing on the other side or one person sitting on the other side. Not everybody could possibly have that level of groupthink. It's, it's literally not possible. No. And they do. they do. So that means it's a lost cause. Right. So there you have it. I think uh, term limits would help that. Huge. Because you have these people that are in power, Mitch McConnell is one of them. Yep, and they and they're thinking their careers. Yes, like I'm going to be here forever. I want to be here forever. Yes, this and is my career. And if I don't toe the line, I can't upset anybody. They'll pull the money. They won't help me win again. That's right. And I'll get pulled off of uh, committees. Correct. Where I have like important resume building stuff. Right. Yeah, that's it right there. So I think term limits completely it, solves that problem. Schumer. Uh, McConnell on the Republican side. Yep, all of them. Um, all these guys that have been there forever. They need to be there for two terms, get this shit done for the people that sent them there. And leave. And then leave, which is what it always was intended to be. And then I think uh, there needs to be an age limit. Feinstein. Feinstein. She, I don't even think she knows what's going on anymore. She what doesn't. day of the week it is. Yeah, she didn't understand why Kamala Harris was there. But is she in these committees voting on stuff? Yeah. Uh, well, they're tell- they're probably you know guiding her hand and pushing yeah. a button or something. Her little skeletal finger. Yes, yeah, I mean she's what ninety something. It's ridiculous. There comes a point where you go, okay. I well, mean, in, in all fairness, you can't uh, do this. She she may be complacent. She she has more faculties than our president. 
It, it could I be mean, true. Uh, she, I don't know. She still it, can it, talk. It's, 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 it's a tough fight on that. They one. had a, they had a, they had a flat out. They, they were interviewing her, and she's having the full on conversation. Well, she, I haven't heard she's, her talk. She's lucid. She looks she, very they frail. Ask her. She is. She looks frail. She is frail. But I mean, but when her brain is still there, she seems sharp as a tack. In fact, when they asked her, or they, they shared with her that she was retiring <laughs> because she didn't know, and her staff had released that she was retiring. And, uh, and because she, she didn't had, even oh made her she look was so planning dumb. on it, she, it it did. So you saw part of that. Yeah, it made her look like so stupid. But the thing is, and that is was that unfortunate. During that that interview, she was she was there. She was there in in mind. I mean, she was able to answer questions, and she sounded like she knew what she was talking about. She may have been full of shit, but it doesn't matter. She had you know it was a full round thought. It, it can happen. I mean, I had a great aunt, maybe a great great aunt. She lived to like a hundred, right? And I'll be damned if she was. Well, there's different, right? There, yeah, there's different. she was on it my, up until right, like the my very dad end. is the same age as Joe Biden. He's still smart, right? You know, he could string along a conversation, right? Yeah. So it isn't necessarily age, but it is its behavior. Well, that's why I think. I mean, when you see Biden behave the way he does, like wandering around, not knowing what's going on, and losing his sentence, and not being able to follow a teleprompter, right? That's indication, and right. and everybody's recognizing it. And he and he walks like he's a corpse. I know it. I can't st- what do they call that a gate. His gate. He's got old man gate. There's something going on. It's gate. G A I T. Yes. Gate. And yes. what does that mean? It just means a, a, an old man shuffle. It's how you walk. Yeah. It's your it's your walk. Oh, okay. Uh, your gait can be you know strong and powerful, right. or your gait uh, can be frail. It could be uh, John Travolta Silent Live. It's oh. just a it's a manner. That's of a good That's a great gate. Yes, we all want the John Travolta gate. And the Bee Gees video. Oh yeah, I'm watching the three of them walk with their big collars and oh, their yes. hair flowing, Super like they're so they're, they're, pants. Oh, beautiful. There are a certain social uh, inner city folk that walk a certain way. Urbanites, you know? yeah, urbanites. You know, like they have a certain gait. Yeah, they have a certain gait. Though everybody has a, a, cowboys have a, everybody. Their there we go. They walk all. How you doing, lovely lady? Assless chaps. Uh, I think the the spirit of uh, what you told me. I think gait, you watch Yellowstone too much. <laughs> gait abnormalities are usually due to diseases or injuries to what? the legs, feet, brain, spinal cord. They say that the gait that Biden has is to do with his brain. Hold on, hold on. So gait is not it, it, it's it's referring to something wrong with you? No, the no. the word gait, G A I T just refers uh to the manner of walking, okay, style correct. of walking. Yeah, it can be good but, bad. But there are certain gaits that are that are created because of impairments. Oh, I see. Yeah, I see. Abnormal like gait. Biden. Like like the way he walks. Like Biden's shuffling around like he's going to fall yeah. over at any moment. Correct. And then you get petrified cuz he starts to run. You're like, <laughs> oh my god, he's going to break a hip. <laughs> that sprinkler head's uh, going to get him. That is the president of the United States, the, the leader of the free world. And look, look at him. It's just so painful. He's frail. He's so and he, frail. And he announced his presidency, what, two months ago? Zero press release. Or not, or uh, uh, press conferences. Oh, yeah. Well, no. I mean, and he, he won't. Or interviews or anything. Oh he, he won't. oh, he won't do anything. He'll sit in his basement just like he did in the first. Someone had a. I was watching, I think, uh, uh, The Five today, a portion of it. Greg, Gunf- Greg, Greg Gutfield mentioned something about how. No, maybe it was uh, um, the other one, the guy in the middle. What's his name? The guy in the middle of. Oh, oh, oh. With, with oh. the hair. 
I don't the like hair. Yeah, Jesse, Jesse Waters. Jesse, Jesse Waters. Jesse so Jesse Waters? Waters was talking about. He was, he was making a comparison about. Uh, you know, it's like playing football. He he made a comparison about quarterback. Joe Biden's like the quarterback. You know, like you know, you're you're not allowed to go in there. All right, we're gonna play a game. You know, for the Republican side, uh, it's do whatever you want. Name head to head, whatever you want for. The Democrat side, yeah, there's nothing. You, you're not allowed to do this. You're not allowed to do that. You know, it's like Tom Brady. It's a two hand touch. You're not allowed to right. do any of this. Or that it's just like all these rules to set them up to, for failure. To keep him from keep him from yeah. failing. And then he sits there and unloads on the press. It's, just like it's, it's all on the press. The press is the number one problem of this. You know, it's because they don't they don't report anything new or real. Right. Unbelievable. Yeah, it is yeah. quite shocking. And it. It's back to I want to say George Soros and whoever owns these these news organizations. Uh, what is it? Blackfoot, black, blue, black water, black water. But it's all these parent companies. Black Rock, Black, black Rock. Rock, yeah, Black Rock. All these parent companies that Vanguard, own it, that in and Berkshire and just these big companies that they own everything. Yeah, they're really like, running the show, right? They really are. Um, yeah, it goes back to there. That's what's. Uh, Driving a lot of this Bud Light stuff. Bud Light's really... I don't think they're going to recover from 30% this. 30% now. It's 30% now. They it still was 25. It jumped to 30% They're down. still selling worse. a shit ton. Yeah, but they're the number one seller. Are they still? Oh, I don't know. I don't know if they still are. So they were... After so dropping they're, so 30%? They're, so maybe. they're selling 70% of what they were. Yes. Where, do the, where does it come to where they're like, all right, we need to stop this brand and create something new? The other brands are getting hit, taking a hit too. Uh, Mick Ultra. Yep, down six point eight percent. Stella and uh, Corona. The other ones are taking a hit. There's a couple others in there. I know. Regular Budweiser. And you know what's really interesting? That it was shocked me. So the amount that they're down is what the main competitors are up. Right. Yep. Coors is up. Miller Lite is up. And they they weren't anticipating this overnight demand. Right when I say over overnight, like I'm talking about in like weeks, they were not anticipating this demand, and it's causing it could be causing a supply chain issue for them because you know it takes a while to make beer, right? And so they're scrambling to make as much beer as they can to to have this lovely situation. Well, that's a good problem. I it think, is a wonderful problem. For I them, think but the, still. the beer we're drinking, Yingling, I think they could really capitalize on this oh, if they huge. went nation because they're not nationwide yet. I think if they huge. went nationwide and really. Uh, did the because they're the oldest uh, brewery in America? Yes. If they capitalized on that, they could they could grab a lot of market share. I think. And all they have to do is have a commercial that says. I mean, they don't even have to dog Bud Light. I mean, no. they'll do it indirectly, but they can just say, "We know who you are. We know who we are, and we're just going to make you enjoy a great beer." Yes, yeah, uh, something very subtle. From and, the oldest American beer in the in the. Yep. Whatever. Yep. And we've known our customers from day one. Correct. That's it. That's all you got to say. And they would they would do very well. Did you go to Harvard in marketing? I did. I did. You should be uh, VP of marketing. And, and and you know what I love about this whole situation is that now they're coining this as when other companies do something stupid, they said they uh, we need to Bud Light them. Right. <laughs> like when Target did yeah. their thing, they were like, and they, and now Coles, Coles is celebrating onesies. That have uh, you know gay pride on them and stuff like that, and so the moms that were upset about it were like, "We need to Bud Light them." Right. <laughs> now it's a verb, and you know it's I, great. And there's some people that 
that are complaining say, you guys are a bunch of crybabies. You know? Fuck them. That's what I got to say about it. Fuck I mean, how many times, how many times have they tried on, to shut down Chick-fil-A or Hobby Lobby? Well, Chick-fil-A is now, Chick-fil-A, glad you mentioned it, has jumped on. The bandwagon. Jumped on the bandwagon. Of wokeness? They are now in the D, E, and I scoring system. Well, that doesn't necessarily mean that if they are traded publicly, I think they have to have some sort of score like that. Oh. They, well, who um, put that rule that in? Doesn't, that doesn't mean that they're woke. It's, I thought, from what I understood, the DE&I, whoever owns that company, I thought it was someone mentioned, or I saw on something was George Soros. I don't think it's a company. It's diversity, equity, and inclusion. It's it's a program that... Each corporation has a DEI That's right. That's what, yeah. It's just the phrase they coined for, Department. we yeah. need to make but sure that we are a... is an oh. entity yeah, that, that it. there's an entity out there that comes up with the rules. That for this the the scoring system. That's the human something. Yeah, oh, there is yeah. out there. Yes, there is. There is a one out there, but it's not the DEI score. It's their own score. Yeah, well, right? yeah, and that's it's a human what, uh, rights. It's a HR something. It's a human rights. Uh, th- that one's owned by George Soros. Yes, right. Yeah. Well, it, you know it, what? Like, again, the, the whole thing is that you have a. Oh no! A, what is that saying? Chick Fil A CEO Dan Cathy says all whites should get on their knees and shine black people's shoes with a sense of shame, a sense of embarrassment. Is that real? Yeah, it is real. It is. Shared with me by a dear friend who shared with me about a revival that was taking place at a church in Texas. And uh, at that revival on the front seat was an older African-American, young, uh, older African-American man, man that was sitting there. And this young man got up that uh, was there in that service, and he'd been so gripped with conviction about the racism that was in that local community in a small town in Texas that he, he took a, uh, a shoe brush and he walked over to this elderly gentleman, and he knelt on his knees and began to shine his shoes. And uh, tears began to flow uh, in that service. Uh, it was an attitude of, uh, of conviction. So I, I invite folks to just to, to put some words to action here. And if we need to find somebody, the optics that needs of this are not good. Shine, I understand what he's trying to do. Over. And shine their shoes. The, the black guy that's sitting there, he's uh, got to be losing his mind right now. He's probably not. thinking, Maybe get the fuck on. away from my shoes. It really doesn't matter. But there, there's a time in which we need to have, you know, some, some personal action here. Maybe we need to give him a hug, too. I, I understand <laughs> what they're doing. And some, and some, and some stock in Chick-fil-A. <laughs> <laughs> But, it's embarrassing. Uh, I, I the optics, the optics uh, missed the mark. All our Chick-fil-A in my opinion, staff a number of years ago, and well, uh, it's so going to hurt turn them. Us off. Yeah. It's going to hurt them. And so you, this happened after the George Floyd thing as well. There was a very highly publicized thing where uh, you know get, people were you know washing the feet right. of. Remember, you remember that? Right. And um, I, I think it, it misses the mark. I, I know what they're referencing. They're referencing when Jesus washed the feet of his apostles at, at the Last Supper, right? Because he was trying to tell them, he was trying to teach them that to be what God wants you to be, you need to serve others, right? But that is not as culturally back then, that culturally different than, than doing that now. That's weird now. Yes. I mean, if you want to serve somebody now, that looks different now than what Jesus was doing to show his apostles, because that was a regular thing. You had servants, and servants washed your feet before you went to bed. 
or or whatever. Right. Now it's weird. You, you know what I mean? Well, yeah, I agree. So That's... I understand where the, what he's saying, and 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 I get it. You want to serve something, serve others, but they need to make it relevant to how you serve someone because we should do that, right? We should be in servitude to others and you know try to make everybody better around us, right? Well, he should have done. He should have done it to both of them then. Right. Oh, oh, absolutely. Not absolutely. just the black guy. Yeah, no, I, I, I just, I, that's, they've done that multiple times and I don't agree with it. Oh, simply because it, it doesn't get the reaction that well, it gets a, a that, bad reaction. That's right. That's right. It's the opposite reaction. You're not right. showing, you're not demonstrating, uh, how to, how to honestly serve others. You're demonstrating something that's just people don't understand and it's weird. Right. Well, so I, I don't like it. Well, let's, uh, I got to tell you, I'm I'm extremely disappointed. I, I mean, what do you do? Do you do you fire them? Do you release them from their contract? Uh, the Dallas Stars goalie. <laughs> I mean, six, I didn't watch the last goal. Zero the last. six. Yeah, it was rough. Six zero. But I will tell you the on first, the fifth game. So I stopped watching game. when it was four to nothing. Um, but I I will say the first three goals I saw it. I can't remember what the fourth one was honestly, but um. It's shitty defense, man. Was it? Yes. It was shitty defense. If you're going to put your goalie in that position and not not skate hard down the ice and let people in front of you and not guard the guy that's out in front of the crease, I mean, fuck that. That's not on the goalie. That was shitty, non-hustle defense. when the Dallas Stars first came to Dallas, Texas. You know, they had, uh, I don't remember all the, Geek Carbonell, Mike Madonna, uh, oh, yeah. Hatcher Brothers. That's when they won. They, it, they, well, they're... I swear, there uh, when there was a guy in the penalty box and they were shorthanded, they were almost fail. They you were missed. almost better shorthanded. Right. They would all. I mean, they would all. I mean, it was amazing. Well, they turned up a notch. Is what they they, they would turn up a notch and they would steal and they would score. I mean, I'm telling you, probably would break. I think they broke records of scoring shorthanded goals. You know, it, they've got none of that now. There's no no sense of urgency. There's they just flat out suck. I mean, they I, they were I, just dropping shit and oh, they were know, passes were pathetic. Yeah, they were mishandling. You know? Oh, they were mishandling they were, the puck. They're one so time badly. Yeah, it was every time well, they one time it they, they shoot it off in the fucking stands. Well, I wonder what happened because I watched uh, the last period, the previous game. I tell you what, they made a and fight they of good. it. Yes, they made a fight of it in the series. They were down three zero. They battled back to make it to force a sixth game. That's honorable at least. But man, the effort that they put into Game Six was not there. I wonder what happened. I, you know, they might be tired, but at then they were home. Well, the other team's just as tired. I know, and they were home, so they should have been feeding off the crowd. But man, same thing happened where the Knights scored like right away, right, and then that took the air out of the stadium, and everybody was like shocked, and then boom, a second one, right, and then it was two to nothing, and then, then three to nothing. You're just like shit. But I will tell you this. I saw a play I had never seen before. So somebody, uh, the Knights, uh, shot it on the goal, and the puck was flipping in the air, right? Flipping in the air above the goal, but the trajectory was it was going to drop right into the goal. And the defenseman turns around and whacks it out of midair, whacks it out of midair and, like, um, out, you know, over over the ice. And it was a penalty. Right, so it got a power play when they ultimately scored on the power play. But right. if you watch that, it was the hand-eye coordination in the moment was it was astounding. Right, it was incredible. I've never seen anything like that before. 
He just turns around and whacks it out of the air before it went into the goal. It was incredible. Anyway. Yeah, I feel bad that it ended that way. My my son was not happy. So I asked uh, I asked Randy this question the other night. I was like, as far as uh, all the sports, football, uh, hockey, basketball, soccer, I'm not going to count baseball, uh, which one do you think are the best in shape athletes? Uh, we've talked about this before. Um, hmm. I'm actually going to go with, uh, I'm going to go with soccer. I agree with that. Yeah. I'm going with soccer because they don't, I mean, they don't sub. Right. And that's what, when I was, when I was talking to Randy, he's like, he's like, because I was watching the game, I was like, God, that's, they're up and down, up and down. I mean, he goes, yeah, but they sub like every 90 seconds. That's well, no, 25 seconds. Yeah. So it's they have very short shifts. Yeah. And I didn't, I'm not a big enough hockey person. I didn't know that. So I was like, oh, and I played soccer and I know what it takes. I mean, not at a pro level or anything, but you're running. He's like, on average, you're getting seven to eight miles a game. Constant. Constant. Yeah. Yes. I mean, I, I briefly played uh, co-ed right. with some of my coworkers. And uh, it's the only team sport I've ever been in where I'm on the field. And you know how you never really want to come off. Right, I mean, you want to play. You're so excited. I'm looking to the be- to the bench because sucking wind, right. and I'm, I'm I'm and this was, I was playing basketball four times a week, right. so I really was in the tip top shape. And they're all looking away, you know. They're all like, they're like I don't want to be in." Yet. Absolutely, they're looking away and like acting like they're talking to people. And I'm like, "Dude, I'm dying here. I need a sub." Right. And they, nobody wanted to come in. Right. <laughs> and it's because we were all dying. Right. Dying. So absolutely, I I would agree, soccer. Because when they make a sub, you can't come back in. You're done for the game. Right. So, Which is weird to me. Okay, so we all kind of uh, unanimously agree on soccer as being the most in shape. Yeah. But it's number two. Hockey or basketball? I don't think it's football. Football is it's a hockey. different type of shape. I um, think it's hockey. Instead of basketball? Yeah. Even though they're running that. up and down? Yeah, but when you're doing half-court half court basketball, I mean, which is a lot of it, I mean, a transition basketball happens a lot, right, when you're running up and down the court. But most of the time, teams are slowing it down, and they're playing half-court basketball, which well, means... Maybe field hockey. Uh, we didn't throw field hockey in Yeah, there. I'm, thinking, oh, what? I'm thinking the main... Oh, well, I, I would say soccer, then ice hockey, then basketball, then football. And then baseball, because they just stand there. They just kind of stand there. That's why I was like, I'm not going to count baseball. They're athletes, but as far as... Cardio and in, in shape, I think it's different between uh, some of the other ones. That you know, and a lot in, of running. What's interesting about football is the wide receivers, right? I mean, they're running long routes and they don't even get targeted, right? And then they got to run all right. the way back to the line of scrimmage, and then they yeah. run a long route and they come back, right? But they get subbed out quite a bit, and and the linemen are are basically getting into car wrecks. I think I think at, I, every play. I think yeah. as as far as I, I, I think mean, seriously, they're like five mile an hour car wrecks is what their bodies go is. through when they well, smash I, into each other. Well, I think the the the, the top athletes are going to be your offensive line and your running backs. Yeah, uh, because they're involved. Offensive line or defensive line? Or both. Well, probably both. The line. Well, in general, probably the offensive line because they'll sub a lot of defensive line sometimes. Yeah. Uh, offensive line, you don't sub. You right. play the entire game unless you get injured. Right. Right. So the offensive line's out there for the entire game. Unbelievable. And you're having these impacts. They may yes. look, I mean, they're huge dudes. They may not look like they're in shape, but they're out there the entire game trying to shove around 300 pound dudes. And they can run faster than we can in our greatest sprint of our life. Correct. It, and they're scary. 320 pounds. 6'5 plus. <laughs> it is, what, it is, what about a triathlon? 
Yeah, well, I mean, yeah, when you're talking that kind of stuff, like Iron Man, where they, they oh, bike yeah. and they swim and they... All right, so we have the... Uh, we but have we're talking the, about team sports, right? We have an official... Uh, what? Well, we have an official list here. The top okay. 10 most physically challenging sports. Okay. Ranked Mountain at, climbing? Ra- ranked at number eight <clears throat> is um, soccer. Number seven is triathlon. Number six is hockey. Number five is rugby. I'm mm-hmm. sorry. Number five is American football. Number four is rugby. Number three is boxing. Number two is wrestling. And the number one mixed martial arts. Well, that's physically because you get the shit beat out of you. Yeah. Yeah. Well, top, top 10 most physically challenging sports. I'm thinking, I'm thinking cardiovascular in shapeness. Yeah. Athletic stuff. That's what I said. But, you know, the baseball guys are, are, are pure athletes too, but can they run? Like yeah, these not guys. cardio wise. Yeah, they're standing there for the most part, unless you run to the bases or running after a ball. Well, I mean, you know, I mean, they are chasing balls when they are. I mean, yeah, like, there's a lot of standing. Yeah, there is. There is. So, um, there and, is. Then, and then you sit for 15 minutes on right. the bench. Yeah, yeah. No, cardiovascular is not. Oh, then there's not, dancing. Not tra- challenging at all. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm thinking uh, exhaustion or cardio. Swimming's another one. So, yeah, that's, that's the. Not uh, a team. Actually, water polo. What's the what's the fifteen thousand meter? Isn't there a fifteen thousand meter swim in the Olympics? Yes, and it's so painful because it's eight hundred laps. Well, you record it, you fast forward it. Back and forth, back and forth, back and forth, back and forth. And then if someone gets like three laps ahead, you're just like, I'm not going to watch it now. (laughs) (laughs) I I don't get it. I was like, why do they have to do a fifteen thousand meter swim? I played water polo in college. I would play that today if I could find some league. I never was in such good shape when I played water polo. Well, you tread the whole time. You can't touch the, the the bottom, right? Yeah, we played. Do you think it, we're a little bit more buoyant now? No. Oh, so you don't have to tread at all? You're just going to float? Oh, yeah. We just, no. just weeble. I mean, wobble. you're out there. We were in the. Uh, <laughs> we were in. Those water weeble wobbles. There, it's a, it was a 20 foot deep end in the uh, college pool. And the first few uh, classes or whatever it was, you're out there treading water for an hour. A lot. And then he starts making these little games, and then by the by, you know, a couple of weeks, you're out there, you're swimming, treading water. There's no touch of the sides. I know. There's nothing. And you're in great shape. Yeah. And I came home that I came home for Christmas that that year. My dad's like, "Wow, you lost a lot of weight. <laughs> I was thin. I was skinny." Yeah, and you're like, "I played water polo." I was dad. like, "Yeah, I was water poloing it." Intramurals. He's I'm like, a champion. He still calls that out today. He goes, "You never looked so good as when you were playing that water polo." Oh, there you go. You do need to find a league. And I try that or pickleball. Yeah, pickleball. 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 Yeah. <laughs> That's apparently fun as hell. I played it when I was a kid. I loved it. You guys ever played pickleball? No. It's great. Uh, I played something similar. Something you, should get a, you should get something in your driveway. There we go. Because you need a court. slightly bigger court. Let's do Foursquare. Upscotch. Remember Foursquare? With the um, little those springy balls? The springy balls? No. Yeah, the ones that made that noise. It's like they, they were boing, hard and boing. Yeah, boing. Boing. Yeah, oh, those yeah, are the yeah, kickballs, uh, like no the red idea. kickballs. Yes, balls. yes. Oh, yeah. And, that, and that's what you played Foursquare yes. with. I love the sound when it bounces off someone's head. It's just Boing. like, bing. Yes. Well, that's not very nice. You were the bully. I, yes. I was the one that got hit in the head. Were you one of the bullies at school? No, I was not. Are you sure? Uh, I am absolutely positive. Were you bullied? I was uh, once or twice. But I was, uh, I got, uh, I fell into a trend of being able to to defend myself pretty well. Ah, so you yeah. fought back. 
Yeah, I'll tell you what. One of the, the There's the ball right there. There it is. That's a dodgeball. That's an interesting that, pattern. That's Give a dodgeball. I don't know if that I don't was believe it. that's the I, sound. That's not the noise I ever heard. Yeah. That'd be what cool. Hell, if that you was threw a dodgeball and it made that sound every I mean, time. That the was ball, a ball the going ball through like wall, a chandelier loop. Do that one. <laughs> Why would you need an hour of this? Well, let's keep it on. Let's turn well. turn it up and we'll do the podcast while that's going on in the background. Wow. Maybe it'll take us back to our childhood days. So I remember, uh, I, th- I believe I was like in first grade, maybe kindergarten. And uh, I remember it was like the playground. We went outside and I, I was going out there and I saw some kids have these red circles on their face. And I was like, what the fuck is that all about? What were those kids? Yeah. And then all of a sudden, I see these two bullies oh. that uh, they kind of remind me of the kids on the Christmas story. You know, the, the skinny yep. kids. Oh, yeah. The, right. And they have their mom's blush, which is like a super large lipstick looking thing. Right. And they, ah. you had one kid that would grab them from behind and put them like in a half Nelson, full or full Nelson. They'd hold their arms back, and the other kid would dot put the, their cheeks. Put the, put the uh, rouge on or the so blush. Mean. Well, go. they got a hold of me, and they did not put it on me. I mean, I didn't beat them up. Did I didn't you, do did anything. Did you kick some nuts? I didn't do anything physical <laughs> to them. I didn't hurt them or anything. Did you kick some nuts? They just, they weren't able to physically hold me. And I, they tried to. I got close to them. I ended up smacking the thing out of their hand. And oh, look at you! Oh man, I was. I, I didn't. I didn't fight back at all. You were the anti bullinator I just prevented them from doing it. And that that was really it. And I'll tell you what. That was the day I hit my sister in the face with my mail, my, my lunchbox. Mm, why'd you do that? You were. I, in, I was distraught. You were in a fury. Well, you know, she. We're, we're about to board the bus, and we're heading back, and she says something snarky to me. <laughs> so I turn around, and smack her with my lunchbox. Can't do that. Those are metal. Was it a metal one? Like, oh, yeah. Scooby Doo. Oh, these were made out of like steel. The same thing Absolutely. they made Chevrolets yeah. out of. Yeah, the Star know? Wars one, man. It was sharp edges. Jabberjaw. No, Jabberjaw. <laughs> Actually, it was Scooby Doo to be specific. <laughs> I had the Star Wars or Empire Strikes Back. I yeah. still have it. I think it's I had in the, Colorado. Does it have the thermos little container inside? No, with the I don't cup? think I had. The I think I had the monkeys. Oh, oh the monkeys. The monkeys. Were good. Yes. So when you open up the lunch box, there's like a little thermos. Uh, there, there, there's a thermos, but there's also like a little uh, spring arm that comes down yes. and holds the uh, the thermos in place. Oh, nice. So it doesn't you know squish your lunch. You must have been one of those rich sandwich. Kids. Oh, what do you mean? Oh, I didn't have a spring in my lunchbox. No, oh, well, it's just a little clamp that holds down well, the whatever. thermos. I didn't have that. You might have been like, you know, understating it. Oh, it's no big deal. It's just a spring. Oh. Oh, most of the time. I love I that had, noise. I had like a brown sack. Look at that. But you can't say brown sack I don't lunch think anymore because that's racist. You're correct. <laughs> brown bag. Oh. I don't think mine had a yellow so band I guess brown sack is racist. Brown bag is... It's so dumb. It's so dumb that that... I, uh, Six million dollar man. Now see nice. if you can open up one of these lunch boxes. Do they show the inside or type it inside? Is that, which one do you have? You had the monkeys right there on the left. Uh, it was very similar. It wasn't yellow like that. Yeah. All right. So the uh, the bouncing ball, it it it's it's all right, but I, I wish it had a little bit of variety, more, more spring. Well, you know, because I mean, <laughs> is it really an hour of the bouncing ball? Yes. Dukes of Hazard. You could stop it at any time. It's been going yeah, for three minutes. Yeah, well, why don't you like forward it like to the middle or something? I See think it's it... going to be same the whole time. Oh, hold on. There's a little area where there's changed. Most what? replayed. That's why wouldn't they bounce it faster or slower or something? Yeah, have some variety. It's probably a loop. They probably did it once. 
And you know what's funny? It says dodgeball sound effect, one hour version with an exclamation point. Exclamation okay, what's even worse point. is, well, also scroll down just a hair. We're 125,000 views. <laughs> <laughs> and, we're, and, we're, and we're one of the idiots. And look at the 2.3 thousand likes. Well, they don't show the dislikes anymore. <laughs> oh, they don't. Well, they still have the icon up there. So you can click it, but they won't show you how, how much. I've listened to nearly a whole hour now. <laughs> At first, I was beginning to have more questions about why and how this came, this sound came to be, and more questions about uh, following while I'm here listening and partaking in this experience. But then something clicked, and I realized that dodgeball sound effect wasn't the question. It was the answer. <laughs> I can see them much clearer now. My eyes and ears have been opened by the grace and mercy of the red rubber ball. <laughs> And then the next one down, minute 27 and 42 seconds is my favorite part. <laughs> uh, you got to love some, some, some humor that uh, the world has out there, man. All right, we could, probably, we could probably pass on the rest of the bouncing ball thing, although that was funny. Well, I remember, uh, did you guys, because we had gym class in high school, freshman and sophomore year, I had to partake in phys ed. Gym, gym oh, class. we all had to. Yeah. Well, I, I oh, enjoyed the nightmare. It. You had to wear the full shorts. Oh yeah, little, little oh, uniform. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Did you say it was a nightmare because you had to wear shorts? Well, I mean, you know, you had to wear these little outfits and your you had nuts to, were hanging what out. What kind of little outfit are you talking about? Well, you know, the one with. Oh, the, that's because you were three years older than the rest of the group, and they didn't have shorts to fit. Well, you. that too, but we had the tuck. <laughs> we had the tuck pants. Oh <laughs> yeah, those didn't exist back then. <laughs> oh, they didn't. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I remember one of the well, your balls are all squished to the side, either left or the right, yes. and it's like you got a fanny pack in your pocket. What's yeah. going on over there? Oh, God. But I remember one of the uh, sports that we would do would be dodgeball. Oh yeah, so fun! It was always interesting because uh, I could throw hard. You would you would hurt people? You well, make the girls cry. Well, the the baseball players. <laughs> that was boys against boys. You were just saying Jeff's throwing at girls. Of yeah. course he is. Well, you can these days. Stupid because bitch, you're getting it. <laughs> Turn me down but, for that junior high dance. But I remember the <laughs> baseball players, especially the pitchers, would be like, "I'm gonna be, I'm gonna nail everyone," and they would uh, they try to throw it at me and they'd miss, and I'd pick it up and I'd throw it just as hard back of them, and they were like. And oh, they, you earned some cred. Yeah, so that was kind of, I was a freshman, and the, the sophomores were the big guys. Jeff's so they, monologue so was they like, like picked you to be on their team. <laughs> That's like the ultimate. They're like, yeah, we want Jeff. Right. No, yeah. it was just it was just fun because we, saw, uh, we don't like him, but we he throws really hard. Yeah, and it hurts. yeah. <laughs> he's could, amazing. At yeah, I could throw as hard as I can't do it now because I <laughs> threw my shoulder out. But back then, I could throw pretty hard. Yeah, I was a kid that never got picked. Eh, I don't even remember. Uh, I remember playing it, but. <laughs> Yeah, it was pretty uneventful. I, I the, I'll tell you what that I enjoyed was was the uh, and I think we we've I know we've mentioned this before was the 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 American fitness uh, president yeah the presidential fitness uh, yeah wasn't that Arnold Schwarzenegger? No, it was no, not. It was prior to that. Yeah, it was. It was prior to I Hollywood. thought he was Ronald Reagan's uh, fitness. No, this was before Dang. Ronald Reagan. Before. This was before. What? Was it Ronald Reagan when I was? I guess it could have been before that, but uh, I remember the Ronald Reagan one. This was in the seventies because I lived in Germany. Yeah, I was in grade school. Yeah. So okay, but you know, but Arnold Schwarzenegger was the the president. Maybe in fitness the maybe in the two thousands. Oh, okay, the okay, maybe I don't know. Well, maybe I got the year. So wrong, it's, it's American uh, presidential f- uh, fitness uh, test, and I remember they had uh, they had the men's and the, and the women's, or the the girls and the boys, or whatever it is now. And um, you know, the, I'm, we've mentioned this before. And I, I'm talking about this. In fact, I told a statement. Don't talk about. It. We talked about this before, but here I am talking about it. Uh, you know, the women 
or the the girl, the females, I should say, you know, they don't do pull ups. You know, they just hold their 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 hand, their head above the bar. Right. So there's like a credential. You know, you get to hold above. The guys would do actual pull ups. Right. You know, and I don't give a fuck because you know, yes, the women don't have the stature to do pull ups. Typically, right. some do. Some are really strong. I don't want to generalize, but you know, that was the that was the consensus back then. But from what I remember, which was the funnest, was like the shuffle run, where you got these little erasers, you know, those little chalkboard erasers. Okay. Okay. So they, they the the shuffle run is basically where they have like a a racer set up on the ground. I think it was uh maybe two or four. I forget exactly. And you would take a, a an eraser, run it over to the other side of the gym, set it down, sprint back, grab the other one, and then sprint back over there and put the the, the two over there. And it's called the shuffle run. I think oh, it was okay. called the shuffle run. Cool. And you had a timer, and you have to get it within a certain amount of time. And then you climb the rope. Yeah, I remember climbing the rope. And oh, um, with the knots in it. It was it was push ups, sit ups, pull ups, climbing the rope. Do they still have the presidential fitness thing? I, I don't. I doubt it. I doubt it too. I don't know because yeah. the kid that couldn't do it is, was shamed, and so they canceled the whole thing. Well, I remember in grade school. Um, See, there's a good picture of the third one over the PE. Uh, you know, I'm not really. In fact, they even have the little squares over there. That look like. Uh, do you have to get in that stance? Um, yeah, I was totally bending over, stretching my, yeah. my glutes out. Like I could that. see you looking awkward like that. Yeah, I remember doing the um, see right there. Go scroll up to, to center up one more, right there. Said this cones. We had erasers. I guess they have like cones there, you know. But uh, anyways, that so looks like fun. The, yeah, it, it was kind of fun, and you try to sit there and try to get your fastest, and there was the rope climb, and and then there was uh, the and that sit-ups. was your that was your way to impress the girls too. I wasn't really into impressing girls and stuff. I didn't think you like weren't that. into girls. No, I didn't say that. Like I said at all? Uh, I was well, you know, but during that time, you know, most people aren't really sexualized. Nowadays, the kids are slow. The kids are really exposed to a lot of sexual Hold stuff. Hold on, I'm not talking about sexualizing. I mean, but you, from a very early age, you wanted to impress the girls. Uh, I mean, it was a thing. I don't know, man. I mean, it had nothing to do with sexual anything. It was like I'm big and strong, and look how fast I am. Don't you think I'm awesome? I didn't have that. That was a chromosome. that was a natural little boy thing to do to impress the girls. I think at some point I, I don't know about that. grade school. Yeah, that was for me. Well, Maybe were, in high school. You were a teenager in grade school, though, right? Yeah. So. <laughs> well, that's that's a good point. That's a good point, and that uh, that always seems to be awkward when we bring that up. Uh, oh, puby, yeah, <laughs> so puby. You had a, you had a full <laughs> chest of hair. Yeah, <laughs> and when we played dodgeball, everybody was like, "No, no." I was like, "Let's do this. Yeah. I'm going to nail you." <laughs> that's right. And after this, we're going to drive in my truck. <laughs> you want a beer? Let's go smoke a cigarette. <laughs> Jeez. Wow. Yeah, yeah. phys ed, uh, uh, I was thankful that when I was done with it, I was done with it, though. Sure. I was done after my sophomore year. I was just like, yeah, I don't want to do this anymore. Well, so, I kind of so, enjoyed it. I enjoyed the running and, I'll tell you, farting during sit-ups. Uh, Fantastic. I, I could totally see you loving that. That's just well, so it wasn't wrong. a matter of loving it. Had, Actually, it totally was. Yeah, someone's yeah, face was down there. You, had to, you, you oh, did that I to them. Blew them up. Oh, it's just like the video you said, Sean, of the queef. World record. Okay, I um, didn't finish that. That was the Howard Stern. Uh, well, there's a guy down there holding the microphone it. in her crotch. I his face it, was I down turned there. it off immediately. I didn't even watch it. It was ridiculous. Yeah, and you watched it. 
Well, I mean the Howard Stern. But of course uh, you did. It was all thirty seconds. Well, back back, yeah, it was like tough. It was really a beatdown. There was really nothing. All she was doing was queefing. She would like suck in air, and she had a really strong vaginal muscle that was able to take in and push out air rather quickly. They call those Kegels. I don't know what she was doing, but she was able to do it. The muscles that the the. There, there are other people. There, you can do that with your anus, or some people can do that with their anus because they have like fart. They, you're able to. Some people are able to take and, and reverse and make a song. Suck out of in, it. They can suck in air through their butthole and then force it right back out. <laughs> like uh, and like do like a, a song, like the national anthem. I, I'm not really hey, sure. So they can we, fart on de- com- demand. Just yeah, like. essentially. You know, and and long, fabulous ones. I I know? definitely know you can light them on fire. I, 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 there was a You've dude, done that? No, there was a guy in my dorm. I was like, really? He, he was like, yeah, you can do that. I was like, no, you can't. Well, I've done it once. And so you got to get it pretty close to the bottle. It didn't work out very well. He did. And it was a flame, and I was uh, amazed. And yeah. then didn't you send the video with the guy? He lit his fart, and the cat was jumping by. Oh, yeah. And the cat was on fire. Did you see that? Yes. The cat lit on fire. Yeah. That, so I don't I, know if that was doctored. I, but. I remember I had I had tidy whities on and um it it Did could it have gotten disastrous. Well it, it didn't necessarily because I was on my back uh sitting in the sitting position oh, and my legs spread with the lighter. The, what and you I needed fart, to do is make a visual for our and listeners. Thank and then you. After you know, my legs are propped up. I'm sitting on my butt. I'm leaning back. I've got the lighter, and then I, I light it. And then when I fart, the the gas was it didn't expel like shoot like a flame like it was, a flamethrower trapped. No, well, well what it, Tara say when she saw you do this? Oh, this wasn't. <laughs> this you, was. Like, this was like when I was like fourteen, not on our 13. bed. No, but uh, my point is, is that the gas didn't go far at all. Why are you on our kitchen? In fact, when I when I lit it, it was it went all the way up my belly. You know, because that's where the gas was all at. And <laughs> I remember, I was like, "Oh my god, can you imagine if it was a long well, fart?" Well, that's how people spontaneously combust. By They're farts. idiots that, that light probably, their farts. Yes. Well, just scratch the surface, and all of a sudden. Shoop, Little implosion. My dad. I wonder. I wonder. You have to eat eat particular foods. Well, my dad said that uh, he told me about it. He called them litums. Your dad. My dad. He never did. He goes, but when he was in the navy, he's like there were guys who were doing it. He goes, so he told me about this when I was a kid. He's like, yeah, you could do this because I was in the navy. I was skeptical until I watched it with my own eyes. Well, it's a good healthy source of alternative fuel. And he did it. He did it multiple times, and one time, yes, it caught his it caught his underwear on fire, and he had to pat it out. No, I there's like, too oh much uh, sensitive stuff down there. Yeah, no. forget that. All right, bullet uh, bourbon. Ten, Ten years. years. I finished. Enjoyed mine. the hell of it. I'm I about to finish mine, mine oh, up. I did not finish mine. I, I want to say uh, thank you, Mr. Producer Austin. Uh, dudes like us. I'm Sean. I'm Jeff. I'm Paul. <laughs> All right. We'll see you guys in a little bit. We're gonna have a snack.